What's up and welcome to the Existential Millennial Podcast, where we ask those deep existential questions to help you discover your most conscious, empowered self. Thanks for being on this journey with me. I'm your host, Joanna Dryling, and we are going to dive into topics that help you navigate life, love, and spirituality, all while aiming to answer the universal question of why. If you like the show, review, subscribe, share, do all of the things, because these are for the existential ones. All right, all right, all right. Here we are. I'm so excited to be sitting here on the mic with you with my cup of coffee, sounding slight bit nasally today um, <laughs> for reasons I have no idea why. But happy new year, fam. Uh, this is the first episode of 2020. This is the first time I've hopped on the mic in 2020. It's only the second. We got it. Um, but it has been quite some time since I hopped on the mic and, um, I was just saying before I hit record how I feel like I have no idea how to even begin to make sense of the like layers of my transformation over the last couple of months. Um, since I last hopped on to record, I've got an apartment and I got an apartment in Grand Rapids and in Michigan and I'm so excited to be back here. I'm coming at you from my Carpe Corner as I'm calling it because the name of my business is Carpe Corday and I've just got this cute little corner in the dining room. That's not the dining room right now. And um <laughs> as in it's being used as a storage facility for both me and my roommate, but I'm it's so funny because I've recorded so many times And I've never, in all of my times recording episodes or recording anything on this particular mic, um, it never had a home. There was never like, and it's funny because recording on the mic felt like home and it continues to feel like home, but now I'm in a home and it's like a weird, crazy time warp for me. And I did at some point come on to share about my home and just my idea of home and all of those things that are very present about our own space and what our body means within our perception of home too. And I recorded it and it just fell so flat. And and it was because like I I feel like because after I recorded that episode ensued like a two or three day like consumption of that idea on my mind and just really settling into this idea of home and having a home and that my like shift in identity, there's like been such a massive shift in my identity Uh, because, you know, for the last, since May of 2018, I was like out be, I went location independent, put all my shit in storage and like became a vagabond and like held and wanted to keep that identity so deep, so, so deep. And I did it. But then after eight months of doing so, I just ran out of money because I stopped working for somebody and like trail went like, it feels, I say it's like a crash and burn, but like not with this woman, but like the woman I was working for, but just like having to move home with my mom. And it's like, and I didn't even move. Like I really just started living with her and then just didn't stop living with her. And that's partially what went into my decision to like get a place in the first place is because like, if I'm going to be stationary somewhere, it might as well be somewhere where I have a deeper sense of community, you know, that like I have been there for longer and a place that I truly, truly want to be. Like, it's not that I don't love my mom. I mean, I could live in Harrisonburg probably, but it's still just a little bit too small. The mountains, they got me. They got me so hard, but it's just still a little, little bit too small for me. And I need something a little bit bigger. And you know, I kept every time I would come to Michigan, I would just prolong my trips to Michigan. And it's just where my soul has been leading me. So I was like, let's do this. Uh, and 
it's, but it shifted everything because I was so adamant about being location independent. And then over the past year, 2019, everybody's out here yesterday, the day before doing their year in reviews and all these things. And like, I have so much judgment around uh, towards myself around this year. And I have a lot of judgment around it. Yes, let's acknowledge that. But also like this year expanded my awareness so greatly. Um, and that's like really what has been happening over the last three weeks is like just this, once I started questioning home on a deeper level than I ever had been before, uh, especially as I was moving into a home, because like part of my intention going out and being a nomad is like finding home in my own body and in my mind and in my own spirit and being, Oh, sorry, hit the mic and being with myself. And like, yes, that's great. And I feel like I really began, I love being by myself and the, that journey is what started and really began healing like my ability to be alone and not feel lonely at all and to feel at the same time to feel off and by myself and isolated but yet more connected than ever not necessarily by the internet but just by like the connection to the cosmic the collection the connection to the cosmic consciousness to the collective consciousness and you know I find so much joy and like I barely left my house over the last week because I just like love my space. And I'm just like, especially over the last week, I've been like setting it up before I had to leave again in a couple of days. And like, I'm just like, go, 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 go. Um, on this particular project, we're working. And anyway, okay. So, so we're back here and I'm like, I never thought I would move to Grand Rapids again. But I know what I felt in my heart was that I needed a place to root myself. That like, even in, excuse me, I needed a place to root myself. And the way that I like to explain it in terms of my business is like, I want to go location, location independent again. And like, I'm never going to stop exploring. That is just like the yearning of my soul. And <laughs> it's just like I, to explore the world and but the reality is, is that you need funds in order to truly to be able to do it the way that I want to do it in like probably kind of the bougiest way possible because I'm like that. And then also not at the same time. Um, but, you know, I like feeling and being in good spaces that sometimes requires some cash, you know, it requires cash flow for that. And the way that I look at it is like before I when I went on this journey, I thought that the woman I was working for was going to be kind of this runway, quote unquote, to be able to gain more financial independence and support myself through her and my own business. And I ended up not yearning and not moving towards my business and just working for her. And then I stopped working for her and it ended up being not as much money that I was making. Like, y'all, I've been living on very little income for the past three years. And it doesn't mean that my spending has gone down. I know exactly where I've spent my money for the last three years. And excuse me, it's like not, uh, a normal human would be really like, what the fuck, bro? Um, but you know, we're powering through and it's like, I don't know why I mentioned that, but I just got to get that off my chest. It's like, I look back, I'm like, and it's, you know, oh, there's, oh gosh, this goes so deep though. Um, I've been really exploring the idea of money and my worth and my value and like just not necessarily second guessing my business, but like coming, expanding my perception of how I run my business about what is the priority in terms of expanding it. And it's, and you know, what are the things that are going to bring me joy to do consistently every single day? Um, hopping on this mic is one of them, but you couldn't guess it because I haven't been hopping on it. But this has been a crazy whirlwind over the last three weeks, y'all. Like I just can't even over the last month, I guess, um, it, like since this house came on the scene and I just like kind of fell in love. My roommate and I definitely 
definitely fell in love and, um, it's really good. I mean, it's just like, it's different. It's, I'm still very disoriented at having a place and having my name on a lease and my whole entire three years of living in Grand Rapids, I signed one six month lease and I don't know how I got away with that in reality, but I did. And so it's funny to like basically sign a year and a half long lease. And I'm like, oh, my nervous system is like, what's going on here? (laughs) But it's like, the reality is, like I said, is that you, I'm just going to continue to explore the world, but you have to have financial means. It's like, we really, our, we, oh my God, money, money is not everything. I'm not saying money is really the root of all evil or anything like that, but, and like, or that like, we shouldn't prioritize it or that we should prioritize it on a crazy level. But the reality is, is that financial means, income, cash flow, money is partially what can help us create the life that we really want to create. Because like, let's be honest, when you really want to go out on a journey and create the life that you want to create and like really work towards a dream and a vision, like you probably also ground in on a like certain level of bougier tastes, maybe. I don't know, maybe I'm just like stereotyping there a little bit. Uh, but I feel like there is, who wouldn't want more financial means, you know? And this is reality. I mean, that's reality of a lot of human situations. It's like, we don't, we can say that money is not number one, but, but like anybody would jump at the idea to have a, like, I feel like most anybody would not turn down an extra $10,000 in their bank account you know, um, which like universal basic income, if y'all haven't looked, looked at it, like some interesting fucking shit. Um, so cool. Like, I think it's just an amazing idea and people, the naysayers, you just, oh my gosh, you have no idea. And yeah, so we, in perception of money, it's like, we also forget, and this is something that like working at Jack Brown's taught me is how, and I'm beginning to feel it a little bit more, um, what I was feeling before I started working there is like being able to earn yourself money and have support yourself with money feels really good. And I forgot what that felt like. And truth be told, I even got like, I'll tell you a little story last Wednesday on Christmas, um, my mom gave me like a pretty hefty check for, uh, air or apartment stuff for the house. And like, it was only $500. It wasn't even like that much. I mean, that's a lot, but also it wasn't, it's not actually that much in the dent of all of the money that I owe debt wise. I'm also just being like super, super real with you guys right now. Like I'm not necessarily proud of the fact that I've had no cash flow, but it's a very avid part of my journey and um, it's teaching me a lot. <laughs> I have, I'm like I said, a normal person would be flipping the fuck out right now. Me, I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I may or may not be that meme that's just like the person that it's fine in the burning room, you know? You know which one I'm talking about. Um, okay, so I've been also trying to take a sip of coffee for the last like five minutes and... I, um, okay, pause. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, that, okay, this idea that having cash flow, like, makes you just feel really good. Being able to support yourself, like, feels good. Why would that not feel good, though? But so often... We like forget, is this where I was going with this? I'm like trying to think back now. Let's think, let's think, let's think. Oh, no, my story. Oh, my story, guys. Yeah, so this check from Christmas, um, I just started crying. Like the, I, to receive that hefty of a check all at one time is, something that I haven't experienced in three years. And so I was like, whoa, like it just brought up so much for me. And then we were talking about like the mattress anyway, like, it's funny because like I teared up and tried to hide it because it's me and my family. And, um, (laughs) 
lols. And, um, and, uh, and it was not, I tried to hide, hide it, but we were talking about the fact that I didn't have a mattress and I'd have to go buy a mattress. And like, I don't really have the funds to go buy a mattress and buy the other things that I want to buy. And I've already bought a lot of things. And yes, I have a spending problem. I'll acknowledge that. I like to splurge sometimes. Um, it's all in good faith. It's all in good faith. See, my abundance mindset is just so on lock. It's really not actually that much on lock, but it's like more on lock than the average person, I suppose. And um, and so I'm like, I just, I just know that at some point I'm going to be, I trust that I, at some point I'm going to be um, gifted back the money, you know, like that, like I'm going to be taken care of and it's not really such a crisis situation that people imagine to be, but still receiving a certain amount of money was really, and like also to get this house, I had to ask my dad for a loan, which like was another part of this equation. Yes. I'm just owning all of this stuff because like, I mean, I don't, Yeah. I don't understand also, you know, like my last episode was like about sex. One of the most taboo things ever. The other most taboo thing is money. Like people just don't talk about their money. And it's like, that's a story that like, once again, like sex is like, once we begin to be more comfortable about talking about money, we can begin to heal this money collective story that we got lingering out in the field. Like, and Anyway, so like I'm owning it. I haven't earned that much money. I don't have that much cash. I don't have any cash flow right now. And I've been living on fumes, guys. But I'm also gainfully employed by my mother, but that doesn't start getting paid wise until February. So like I know income is coming, but it's not here yet. And so I've just been letting myself live on some freaking fumes. And, um, Anyway, I don't know where I was going with all of this, but like somehow I feel super empowered in the fact that I've just been living on fumes. And so somehow this $500, like I just couldn't even receive very well. And um, like I just did not. And anyway, so I was like, I got upset. I got upset about the check, but it came off that it was upset about the mattress Um, because that's like when I started tearing up. But what a funny thing to receive money in that respect. And like, I feel like I, that was really tears of gratitude and like overwhelming relief a little bit to have some financial relief based on how much I've already spent on the apartment, on the apartment. And the thing, the other things that I'm going to buy for myself, because let's be honest, if Joe is going to get herself a new fucking space, it's about to be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Because like I haven't had a space for so long and like I'm telling you, this is like, I have not the other, okay, so like talking about the layers of things that I've been learning over the last couple of weeks is like I haven't gotten so excited about a project as creating this space as like it's been so long since I got this excited about a project and like this into it. And that is part of what I like was in so much joy thinking about my apartment and like constantly looking at things and blah, 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 like overwhelming interior design things. And like, if you know my story, I started out in interior design. I'm an architect's kid. Like I'm now working with architects with my mom and within the, the building industry, And then I also used to work for a manufacturer in the building industry. So one would think that I would actually be an interior designer. And although that like, this is true, I absolutely love spaces and having this space again has made me realize just truly how much I love it. But that like, I really felt a lot of joyful creation in creating the space here. And like, we're still not even done at all, but like it's consumed my mind. And I also have been running my business for the last like, three years. And although it's, it consumes my mind a little bit, it doesn't consume my action. Um, and so like, and realizing that a lot of what I do within my business is not bringing me the joyful creation that that brings me like decorating for me feels like a zone of genius, you know? And like, 
within interior decoration, I call it your genius space, like your space of genius. And like, that's what you get to create. And like, this is what I'm trying to create in this space. And, um, and it's got some good bones for it, guys. It's got some good ass fucking bones for it. And, um, yeah, so, uh, but one of my other genius spaces is coaching, like specifically working with people one-on-one and working and asking questions, listening, acknowledging, validating, like all that shit, helping people, empowering people to move them forward is also, but the trail of marketing that I have to do to get to that place is fogging up that that is actually the home where I want to be right? Like the marketing and the create, like I, you know, I've chosen to market myself through kind of this podcast, not really this podcast as much as my Instagram and social media. And I struggle with that so hardcore because like, I don't actually like being on social media that much. And, um, and it's just increased the amount that I'm on social media. And I feel like I consume a lot more on social media, but like it's there. Anyway, it's caused me to be really not in a space of joyful creation, like feeling like there, I don't have a zone of genius to market online. And when in actuality, like I'm like oozing with content, like all the time, I just never fucking write it down. And like, that's why I was like, screw this. I'm finally just going to hop on the mic because I know something's going to come out of my mouth because I know I, it's been almost two months since I actually recorded an episode because the last episode I recorded was the sex episode. And like, y'all loving that. I gotta say, you still really, really loving that. And, um, it's, but I got so enveloped in this move and like creating this space that I like totally forgot about creating any sort of content or doing anything. And like, I had to go into the new year being really at peace with not having any cash flow and knowing that like cash flow is coming, but it's probably going to be longer than I thought it was in the first place, especially when it comes to my business. And, you know, I struggle because I like, I want my business so badly to be what supports me and like what is able to support me to live a lifestyle and live a more nomadic lifestyle because I like, I don't see myself stopping, but like I've been so financially restricted that it also has restricted my vision of that ideal um, and of that dream of mine, because it is a major dream and I want to do it. I want to like, not just stay on the continent, you know, and like go explore a new place, a new continent and like really travel the world and see, and like just immerse and soak up culture and like, I'm just getting high off of thinking about it. And it's like, it's just kind of, it's such a part of my identity Um, and that's like the piece that I had to come to terms with is that like, I kind of, people have continued to ask me as I've moved into this place, like, how does it feel to no longer be like nomadic and no longer be location independent? And like, the reality is, is that I let go of that idea a little bit. Like I let go of that idea when I got a job at my mom's house. Like, and kind of a little bit before, cause I kind of knew that I was going to be there a little bit longer than expected. And so I kind of like already let go of that identity and like now it's supremely let go of because I actually have a space. Like I'm no longer location independent. I'm no longer voluntarily homeless, but the, um, I, and I had to let, especially in this, keep hitting the mic. Um, I'm getting very into this. Uh, I'm sitting down for the first time recording in a while too. Uh, I've been standing up and so it's like, I think it's grounding me, but it's also like making my mind go a little bit more. Um, so yes. Okay. Coming back to it. That, that I had to let go of no longer being location independent. Um, that there was like, oh my gosh, I have to like actually assume failure almost on this thing. And like, I feel like in some regards I have kind of failed it, but I, and like, I thought that last year too, but again, like financial restriction is a real fucking thing. And when you're not making any, it in those cash flow, like it really cuts you off from being able to expand yourself, you know? And like, 
it's just a bummer that the half of the United States is just like always stressed about money and like always living on fumes. And like, there's never an end in sight. You know, there's always like a hamster wheel in terms of finances. And like, I really strive not to be on that hamster wheel, but I'm also not like, I'm very acknowledging and have had come to terms with myself for the last two months that like a lot of, I can't sit here and like get upset that I haven't had cash flow because my actions, although my brain is kind of consumed by my business and like what I want to do and how I want to help people and like marketing and content and things just oozing out of my body and like a deepening of my own awareness, which is partially what I'm helping people with is just a deepening of their own awareness, right? It's just helping them become more conscious and more empowered to live the life that they want to live. And part of me like right now knows and knew into stepping into this apartment that like, this is what I need right now. This is the runway. I need a runway. I need a space to like run off from, you know? Um, and the other thing that I was going to say is that like the, uh, oh my gosh, what was it? It was super good. I lost it. It was just here. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of coffee as I ponder what the freaking frack it was. I think it was something about it being a failure. And it really was not that it was like a failure. I mean, in some regards, yes, I do feel like I kind of failed it. I don't know the way I failed the vision. Um, I failed the vision and like of what I had for it. And, but I learned how not to do it. And I learned how I want to do it in the future. But for right now, like I said, I feel like I need, like the, like my soul was leading me to having a runway like this, you know, and like having a space. Um, it's so freaking funny though, because I've kept all of my stuff like cooped up, my kitchen stuff, especially cooped up for three years because I've like been living in other people's places. This apartment is also like my first place that I get to create from the ground up with my roommate. It's both of our first places like that. And it's really fucking awesome because like we haven't had full jurisdiction over the whole entire home before. We've only had like the space of our own room. And so it just like feels like my space already because it is. And I, I at some point would love to be able to be financially like set enough to afford the whole entire apartment by myself. But for right now, it's so good. It's like, I mean, I have, well, I've only been here for a week, but still it's, and it's still very weird to like have a space and to take in my kitchen stuff in particular, like outside of, out of their tubs and like take my Starbucks mug collection out of their boxes. And I got to be really fucking honest right now, y'all. I don't think I need them. And so I'm like, I kind of want to like just start giving them away because I'm like, I don't want them. I don't want like, I have, oh my gosh, so many mugs, guys. So many mugs. And although I love these mugs, they're the best. I want to hold on to them, and especially a particular few. <sighs> there's too many. There's too many. My, my OCD soul is almost like too happy, but they're so fucking bright. Anyway, okay. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's just, and like for the first time, even at my mom's, I kept my clothes in, pack, in, the, in their packing cubes. And so taking them out on Friday was like such a fucking emotional and spiritual experience. It was ridiculous. Like I'm just getting chills thinking about it because it was just so fucking, um, yeah, it was weird. And so like, I just, okay, I've been kind of on here rambling for what feels like kind of a while. And I just like, there, there's so many layers to like the expansion of awareness that this place has brought to me. And I forgot what it was like to have a space. I feel like I've forgotten what it's like to have cash flow. And so I now am in, you know, and if that like $500 check was not an example, is like, and even the check my dad gave me for um, the apartment, you know, um, but that wasn't, that was a loan. So it's not a gift. Like the miles, that was $500 gift that I just didn't need to do anything for. And so like the, I'm now feeling in this really deep state of receiving 
and like letting myself just really be in this space because I decided that I wanted this space. So let's just like be here, you know? And I've been really just being here. I haven't really left the apartment that much. And I'm, it also helps to not leave in Grand Rapids with no cash flow because there's like, that's what you do kind of, I don't know. I mean, I love, I don't know. I love this place. And I also like, I want to say that like this whole entire idea of the cash flow, I don't know. I, and being so upfront and like very forthright with you guys about that space and like, um, you know, it is a taboo topic and I, but again, it's like, I feel it's worth it in sharing it because we gotta start kind of talking about it. And like, I didn't realize until Jack Brown's and I, that's what I mean that I'm feeling a little bit right now is like that not making any income actually definitely, uh, contributed to my depression and more to my anxiety than I wanted to give it credit for. I think also over the last year, I like realized that I actually had pretty severe, I have more severe anxiety than I have depression. And it caused me to really like question, not question, but like really look at how I was showing up. I mean, the, this year, and caused, so like one of the awarenesses that I've had too, and this is something else I was going to share earlier, is like that I can't be mad about not having cash flow at all. I can't, I can, I mean, I take responsibility that that is all on me because truthfully, again, my actions, maybe I already shared this. Well, um, my actions have not been in alignment with wanting, like making it clear that I want it to support me you know, and, you know, there's no progression towards it. There hasn't been movement. And so it causes me, it's been causing me to question in the last couple of weeks that like, if my form of marketing is not actually my zone of genius, or if it is, you know, my not a joyful creation, if I'm not creating from joy and like feeling good about what I'm creating, then maybe it's time to reevaluate what your identity is, you know, coming back. I mean, not the identity, but like what, what the marketing looks like and what the business looks like and what, what you're actually offering to people. And like that, that is also what you're selling, the service that you're selling. You're super hyped about the service that you're selling. And I like forgot about that. Like that, like I'm not selling myself. Uh, my, my marketing and everything, I tie it so closely to myself. And like, we all do as content creators, uh, we just really like hold ourselves to the content that we create and like hold our value to its performance when that's not clear at all. And, uh, so the, that like the one I'm selling here is a service and I want to be jazzed, really just super jazzed to be selling what I'm selling. And so it caused me to just question so many things over the last couple of weeks and then last month and just such an expansion of my perception of like life in general. And it's, you know, I just, the questions, it's just vitally important that you ask yourselves those really hard questions, that those things that like really bog you, just let yourself like explore even those tougher areas because there's in like also noticing how deeply my bad habits come up in particular environments. Like, uh, thank you. There's just, it goes so deep when you're willing to go deep with yourself And like this, our ability to find home within ourselves is our ability to go deep with ourselves. You're not going to feel comfortable in your body and in your mind and in your spirit if you're talking to yourself like shit, not creating time for your spirit to explore itself, whatever that looks like for you. For me, it happens to be exploring and 
hopping on this mic apparently, and like moving your body. And also if your nervous system is going whack all the time in your body, you're going to struggle to like feel at home in your body. And that's like you, you're, I came on here to just ramble and we've talked about a lot of different things, but like this idea of home, I just, I do want to touch on this because it's like our perception of home. We only have two homes, homies. Like we only have two homes, homies. We have our body and we have the earth. Those are the two homes that we inhabit ever. This home that I'm now paying for is not really my home. I get to create it. I get to do what I want with it but it's not actually the space that will always be with me forever and ever because home is just exactly and whatever you make it out to be. And the only true home that you inhabit ever is your body. And that that is the only space that you will ever have forever and ever and ever. And when you get to be more comfortable in that space, you get to be more comfortable and more radiant elsewhere. And so that's like, okay, so I stopped all of a sudden being location independent. I started living at my mom's house, which was like a huge struggle in and of its own. You've been listening to this podcast, you know this journey and it's deepened and I haven't even shared so much of it, but it has taught me so much and expanded my awareness to be able to see where my deeper work is actually, where like all of my shadow stuff that comes up and like those things that like we aren't willing to look at. I wasn't really willing to look at. I, I, in my vagabonding journey, I had kind of escaped them I let myself get so enthralled in my spirit and connecting to myself that I forgot about the rest of the world in a sense and like what everybody else was going through and what humans, you know, like normal humans, I guess, like people who are not on a really deep personal growth journey and like expanding their consciousness at like an ever rapidly growing pace. And, um, and like, that, that the way that you think is not actually the way, the way that you think the world and the way that you believe the world to be and your perception and your meta programs and all those things that are going on in your subconscious mind are vastly shifted from a lot of the rest of the world. And it's not to say that I find that at least elite at all, but this year, this past year grounded me into the fact that like, I still have a vast amount of work to do and like grounded me into that, like, you get to change that. You get to there like embrace the human part of your experience and like no longer like never lose that bit of yourself. And that you can grow in your spiritual journey but you're always going to have a body. And like that's always the home. And that's kind of what this year forced me to learn. And although I still don't feel totally just at like just safe and like at peace in my body just yet. That is still a progress progression I'm like moving through is the, but I feel more at peace than I once did. And I feel more grounded in who I am and at home within myself and without my own being and within my own space, whether or not I have a home that like, that really is what creates home is your connection to yourself. Also side note, how is, how was West Michigan blessed with two days of sunshine? This is crazy in winter nuts. Um, anywho, I feel like the thing is, is that like home home, it is, a feeling of safeness, a feeling of belonging, a feeling of comfort. And that can only really be cultivated from within. If you want to experience that on an outer external level, it must be cultivated within. If you constantly want to feel that. And that requires a level of openness with yourself that a lot of people are not willing to go there. (laughs) And so they stay 
in their patterns and in the old meta programs that are no longer actually serving them, or they just not, I wouldn't say no longer actually serving them. They wouldn't stay in them if they were no longer serving them. But the, like, that their worldview does not expand. That's not their priority in life. And, um, and that's, it's not everybody's. I've also had to come to terms that like, there are people in my life who I love and adore who are just not going to be at all on the same path as me, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to get them out of my life. You know, it means that like, I find great joy in the human that they are. And I think that's also like, on this point of elitism, like there is this whole concept of spiritual elitism of like this more spiritual you get, the more like up snuffy you get and like that you see the gap between you and other people. And then you get all judgy about the gap. And it's like, that's not the spiritual way, you know, your spirit, you connect to your spirit in order to connect to the spirit of everybody else. In a sense, you know, the, your spirit is the thing that is connected to everybody else is your thing that's connected to the collective consciousness. And, you know, it manifests in your bodies and in your body in some respects. And certainly in your subconscious mind. But your spirit is truly the thing that it's connected to everything. And that's what gets to flow through us and be expressed in us. And like we might fumble and forget ourselves and not understand why we're doing what we're doing and just doing the thing or just not doing anything who knows and you're going to go through stages and fluxes of that but one of our greatest you'll go through different identities as you begin to expand yourself and remember and always know that one of your like you decided your spirit decided to come to this earth right now to experience a certain human experience. And although you might be very frustrated and your human can be kicking and screaming to not do this or, you know, whatever. That Lord bless us almighty that you remember the human that you are and that you find joy in that and like that you're going to fumble, that you might fail at a vision that you thought was so real and like it still continues to be really real in your heart. But when you decided to leap into it, you know, it didn't go as planned and life never goes as planned. Life's always going to life and we can resist it and like this year has felt like so much resistance and the, I feel like my resistance is being let up quite a bit because of the fact that I opened myself up to having an actual space, an actual home and a place to put my address. And it feels good to be like, this is my address. This is where all my stuff lives. I horribly miss the mountains already, but the they're still very near I'm going to see them in a week so I don't know why I'm flipping and (laughs) my mom is never not going to live in the mountains but I can't live with my mom I knew that that was not the most expansive space for me if I was going to be uh having a home base and um you know as I move I say all of this like I feel really good about having this space and this home and wanting to eventually like pay for this whole entire place. But like, I know that I want to continue to explore and expand myself in ways that don't require me to travel the world. And that like that vision that I have of being location independent, um, you know, I got into coaching to be location independent, to run my business from anywhere. And as I've like grown in my personal growth journey, I like, that's the, the decision to go into this as a career has so deeply superseded the location independence part of the career. And that like, what is more important to me is serving my client and serving him to the best of my abilities. And that like, knowing that I don't have any clients right now, 
holding space for that person before they even exist in my space and like showing up for them even when they're not here yet. It's like you got to trust that like your creating of a particular reality causes you to trust a reality that doesn't exist in the now and in this moment. And so that's like partially why I don't flip a shit about my money is because I know someday in the future it's going to be taken care of. It's good. It's fine. It's like really not the crisis situation that we all imagine it to be. And that like, I also want to just like, yes, don't forget about your human, but be so grateful for your human experience to be able to have money struggles, to not have cash flow, to know what that experience is like, to go out and share with your your world and your sphere what message it is that you want to create in the world and not and like to understand and deepen a relationship with yourself to know home within yourself in your home own human experience despite the fact that you might be kicking and screaming about it sometimes like let yourself feel into the gratitude of the fact that you've got a fucking life Like there is no more half full, half empty glasses. There's just the glass itself that you get to fill accordingly. And that's part of this idea of the joyful creation of home, having cash flow, all of these components that provide for a fruitful human experience (laughs) um, are are, what was the, what was the wording? Is that like those get to be a joyful creation, and they get to be a vast and beautiful part of what it is that we get to experience as a human, and that we have gratitude for those menial, mundane, washing the dishes, doing the laundry, the human of the human things. But let us not forget. But that one of the most human of the human things is having sex. <laughs> and like, we're going to bring it back, guys. It's like, but sex is not, it's just intimacy. And quite often we've gotten to a point where it's not intimacy. But intimacy is a connection to another. And intimacy with self is where intimacy with another starts. Intimacy with your space, your own home, everything in life your own intimacy and your closeness and your connection to the conscious collective is dependent on your human experience and your spiritual experience of that human experience and on finding joy and gratefulness in those mundane human tasks for the human home that you are, that you get to progress through life the the way that you get to progress through it in actuality, you're a, you're a horribly fortunate person listening to this podcast right now. I have, again, vast deep awareness around the fact that like, I have a significant amount of fucking privilege. I'm not making any money right now, but I'm, my, I grew up with a vast amount of financial privilege because of my parents. And the things that they've done for me, I thankfully don't have student debt because of the things that they've done for me. And I have had to sit into and gathered so much fucking awareness that it has caused me to be crippled in terms of showing up to this podcast to be able and to like create any sort of content to let myself be in such a space with myself that like I just didn't let myself create anything because there was so much awareness that I was gathering around so many things about my privilege, my identity, the way that it's shifting and the way that like our identities constantly get to shift if we believe them to shift. If we believe, if we shift our meta programs that are running the world, we will completely and totally change all in any realities that we live in, in any now that we live in in the future. And so it's like, mm, it just all comes back to yourself and your connection to yourself. And then therefore your connection to the rest of the collective and to every human that you interact with. It's like home is everywhere. It gets to be everywhere. Home is just the most arbitrary fucking term. Home is wherever you are. Home is wherever you are. Wherever your soul 
your mind and your body and your spirit. I mean, it's all spill and spirit, same thing. Wherever they live, wherever they're hanging out, that gets to be your home. But the external world of what you create as home, your external world in general, is puts too much weight on your external bits. On you put like that is one thing I learned to live on nothing, to live out of a suitcase, to like not have spices, to not have my favorite saucepan, to like, you know, things, just not have things in order to pursue life in a different way. Excuse me. It doesn't mean that life can't be pursued in a way for you. Anywho, this is all based. This is all, all of what I've talked about today, I swear, just comes back to what your, forget creating content or doing anything or like your dream and your mission and sharing that. But like your expression of life itself is moving through you. And you get to decide what you want that expression of life to be, whether or not it lives more in alignment with your soul or it lives more in alignment with your human. But again, it's an integrated, the human and the soul are an integrated experience. So it's, you can want to live in alignment with soul as much as possible and want to feel at home with yourself. Like feeling at home within yourself to me is a scale. Like it's constantly a progressioning and a deepening. You're not going to always feel safe in your own body. It's kind of just the reality, again, of the human situation. And it's integrated, but having awareness around the fact that like you're a human having this experience and you're a spirit having this experience and getting to work with both of them in tandem and living in your growth and getting to expand your own consciousness always and forever. It's a full-time job. It might be. And I've been letting it be my full-time job. I really, really have been letting it be my full-time job. And, you know, in the moment I can judge myself because I'm not doing jack shit, but then it causes me to have almost hour long fucking podcast episodes that I'm not even sure will end up being a podcast episode. But here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 20 fucking 20. I am so excited to share in this year with you to create something so new because we have a few things coming down the pipeline in the podcast and I'm excited to share all of them with you and I hope you're excited for the portal that 2020 is about to be, about to be. And again, we let get to let it be whatever portal we want it to be, whatever we get to let it be whatever portal we want it to be and however we want to progress. And it doesn't always look like doing something. It can also look like being and just being in the moment and being happy for the human experience that you get to enjoy. This year is about to be so much fun, guys. I hope you guys are ready for some amazing fucking shit. We are about to get conscious AF. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast and for being such a valuable and amazing part of the existential millennial community. Mad love to you today and every day, and I will catch you on the next episode.